Welcome to season one of Sexy Voice Guy. I took all of the one-minute podcasts and put them to one big, long binge-watching and listening experience. Enjoy it. Like the podcast on Apple and Google Podcasts if you could. If you could give a little review, that'd be great. But enjoy the Sexy Voice Guy podcast. It's nice, baby. Mm. Today's discussion's about nuts. I'm concerned about the nuts you're putting in your mouth. Now, nuts... You know, they can be dangerous. Uh, you know, then they come in all sizes and shapes and types. Some are salted, some are unsalted, some are, you know, light colored with curved, some look like cockroaches, some are dark and wrinkly, some are ominous looking too. You got to be careful. You got to pick the right nut for you. You know, you don't want to pick something that's going to hurt you. Uh, you definitely don't want to put too many nuts in your mouth at once. Uh, that's never good. But you, you want to make sure you're not allergic to that nut. You know, it can make you swell up, even die. Uh, but, when you get your nut, you just want to make sure that you've eaten the right amount. And when you get done, you really want to wash it down with some, you know, water, milk, uh, you know, cottage cheese, maybe, maybe scotch. I know that's kind of weird, but you know, all those things work really well to wash down the nuts. You know, the weird residue in your mouth. So but don't go back to get more nuts after you drink it. Just, just enjoy the ones you had. Just sound advice from Sexy Voice Guy and enjoy your nuts because it's nice, baby. Oh, cornhole is a fun game you can play with a partner or by yourself. It's more fun to play with a partner, of course. But the goal of the game is to get four bags in a hole. Seems like a lot of bags for one hole, if you ask me. It's very important, too, to have a drink while you play. Why? Because drinking's awesome. Here are three tips, though, to improve your cornhole experience. First, you gotta learn the arc. You need the right angle, the right trajectory to land on that hard wood with your bags. If you don't, you might bounce off and miss the hole. Second, you gotta learn the slide. That's right, your bag has a slide side. You might not known that. You wanna land about six inches short or so of that hole and slide it right in. You can go a little longer away, but six inches is about the average size. Third, motion. You gotta practice to get it swinging just right to get those bags in the hole. If you practice enough by yourself when you're with your partner, they're gonna really like you getting those bags in the hole. Enjoy those tips for cornhole, cause it's nice, baby. Yes. Dicks. The history of dicks. I know you wondered why the name Richard got shortened to Dick. I did too, so I looked it up. Apparently, Richard is a very old Germanic name. It is uh, pronounced slightly differently back then. I can't speak German, so I'm not going to try to do it. But in the 1800s, though, apparently they would shorten things for the purposes of writing them down. Yeah, remember those days you'd use a pen and a pencil? Not even a pen back there, just a pencil. Actually, I don't know what they used. Maybe it was chalk. But they would shorten things, so Richard became Rick, which became Dick. And Rick, Dick, Rhyme, they liked it. Dick stuck. Some famous dicks you should know about are Dick Butkus, Dick Tracy, Dick Cabot, Dick Pole. That's a real name. Uh, John Holmes. They're all amazing dicks. And today, if you're called Dick, it probably means you're a jerk. Or if you're referring to the male anatomy, they could be that too. Or maybe your name's just Richard. That's the history of dicks. Thanks for listening. Enjoy. It's nice, baby. Ah, hard seltzer. Mmm, it's nice. Hard seltzer, adult seltzer, mature seltzer, spike seltzer, and hard sparkling alcohol water is what this stuff is. It's a kind of drink that's uh, fermented from cane sugar, sometimes malted barley, which is ironic because they always advertise as low sugar. That's weird. But I've only found one really good use for hard seltzer. Watch. This is Peter's first attempt at a birdie. Wake up! You motherfucker! That's hard seltzer. My sexy voice guy. It's nice, baby. Mmm. Balls. You gotta clean your balls. 
I'm referring specifically to the balls in your bag. That's right, they get dirty sometimes when you play golf and you gotta know how to clean them properly. So when you take the balls out, clean them with warm soapy water in a bucket. Don't mix other people's balls in there. And if you clean balls before, you know you don't wanna do that. It gets confusing, it gets too, too intense. Just clean your own balls or have someone clean them for you. But make sure to use their fingertips very gently to clean each and every dimple. Get in there. Work it nice. Get it in your hand. Get a couple of those things going back and forth. You don't want to get too hot of water either. You could warp that cover. It kind of hurts if you're, you know, you're, to clean them like that. You want to be gentle but yet firm. You still need to have enough roughness to, to get it clean and really help these balls perform better on that shaved putting green. That's where it's important. Getting that ball in the hole. Simple advice from the sexy voice guy on how to clean your golf balls. It's nice, baby. Oh, yeah. Gym people. Here are some annoying things that happen in the gym. We're going to start with the grunters. You know who you are. You make too much noise. People who are uh, brand new that only go to one machine and sit there the whole time. Also, people who take endless selfies in the gym or film themselves lifting. It Stop. Anybody with sandals, quit doing that. You work out in jeans. Also, a stop. Um, anybody who's practicing karate or their golf swing in the mirror, please quit this. I really don't enjoy the people who wear too much makeup or endlessly do cardio and won't get off the machine. If you count your reps out loud or take a, a speakerphone call, don't. CrossFit, a whole different episode we need to do on that one. Anybody who asks for a spot, they clearly cannot lift the weight. If I went to the gym, I'd probably have more here for you. But the truth is, lots of behaviors people need to quit doing and improve their experience at the gym. Thanks for listening. It's nice, baby. Mm -hmm. Raccoons. First off, how do you spell the name? One C, two Cs? Definitely a double O. It's probably worth looking into. If I was going to be any other mammal, I might be a raccoon. There's a few reasons. Uh, they still have all their five little digits. They can really do some skillful things like uh, they can unlatch a cage. They can untie a knot. They can pick your pocket. It's true. They get pretty big, too, about 57 pounds. They, uh, they're nocturnal, so they, you know, they kind of like to party. Um, they're they're kind of like swingers, too. You know, they don't have life partners. They just kind of do what they want and, you know, do it when they want. I like the little banded eyes, too. You know, they, they kind of look like they're always up to mischief. I bet they're pretty delicious, too. I think all you'd really need is maybe garlic salt, pepper, maybe a little cumin. Slow roast those little guys on a fire. Maybe uh, indirect heat. I'm not really sure that's legal. Probably worth trying, though. That's Raccoons by Sexy Voice Guy. It's nice, baby. Oh. The history of condoms goes back to 11,000 BC, where they show paintings on cave walls of animal skin being used. Not sure I'd want to use that condom today. It's probably out of date. But most condoms, until the modern condom, were made of sheep intestines. Ugh, gross. In 1855, the first rubber condom was made. This was because of Charles Goodyear's discovery of rubber vulcanization, which led to the first condom being built, but also was very, very thick and bulky. Ironic, right? All types of condoms exist. Female lambskin, flavored, glow-in-the-dark rib for her pleasure, and I'm pretty sure there's probably a gluten-free one too. Also, one of the highest stolen items in stores. Why? Eh, teenagers are afraid to buy them. They're embarrassed. Let's wrap up this bit with a bit of wisdom to chew on. If you break a mirror, it's seven years of bad luck. Break a condom, and it's going to want you to pay for college. Enjoy this full-length podcast. It's nice, baby. Next. Eating tacos. Before you do, there's a few things you should know about tacos. One, it's a pretty old dish. It's from the 18th century when uh, gunpowder was wrapped up in paper like a taquito. Then they inserted it deep into the rocks and they blew that shit up. 
This is from Mexico, one of the uh, highest eating taco countries in the world. And uh, I don't know if you know this, but anything can go on a taco. You can put whatever you want in that taco. Not everything is recommended. Uh, you don't want to put anything too spicy or anything you're going to choke on or anything that could cause damage. But you can put anything you want in a taco. It translates to light lunch. There's a whole day to celebrate a taco as well. Some tacos can be pretty damn expensive. If you're ever in St. Louis, Missouri, I do recommend Del Taco uh, after maybe attending the bars downtown. Be careful. You may enjoy that taco twice. I love juicy tacos. All types. Meat, chicken, pork. I don't know who the hell came out with a fish taco. They should be beat with a rubber chicken. But that's everything you need to know about tacos. It's nice, baby. Uh, simple advice to get a girlfriend. First, understand you. Understand who you are. Understand if you're a great looking person that's super charming and loaded, you're probably going to have a lot of choices. But if you're super nerdy and it looks like someone hit you in the face with a branch and uh, you, got, you got small junk, you're going to have challenges as well. Understand who you are, where it fits, because it's going to be important to the second step, which is setting expectations. Your expectations should be not I'm going to outkick my coverage and I'm going to get the best looking person on the planet. No, 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 no. I want you to make sure that you understand who you are relative to what you think you can get. You got to make sure if you're good looking, but you can't form a sentence, you're going to have problems. If you're super nerdy, but you're smooth as hell, you are in good shape. Understand your expectations. That way, when you're looking for a girlfriend, you're probably in the right zone. And finally, share the right information. Let them know you look like Chuck Norris. Let them know you're hung. You have a Ferrari, or maybe that you live in mom's basement and your teeth are crooked, or maybe you just have basic cable. Simple advice for getting a girlfriend. It's nice, baby. Mm. Why can't Prius drivers make right turns? I don't understand it. It doesn't seem to matter if there's traffic or no traffic or if there's a green light or a red light. It could be because there's too many bumper stickers encouraging peace and everyone together. Or maybe it's the Whole Foods bags in the back or the dog that's running loose barking at everyone. Uh, maybe the car is just underpowered. I don't know. But Prius drivers, you got to help me understand here why you can't make right turns. I also don't understand how you've all ran marathons uh, or a half marathon. I feel like those who just have the 5K sticker are either posers or they're just working their way up to it. I'm thinking the fix for this is possibly uh, don't drive or get a different car or get a different car and don't drive at all. Enjoy. It's nice, baby. Oh, CrossFit, a cult or a community? CrossFit was established in 2000 by Greg Glassman, where he opened the first gym in Santa Cruz, California. Of course, this came from California. What you do is basically spend $200 a month to do burpees in a garage-style setting called The Box. And when you get done, you throw up. Other things you'll hear along the way are words like wad, snatch, and chippers. The starter kit for beginning CrossFit requires you to have tattoos, piercing, potentially a criminal record, uh, graduated high school, maybe, and a screaming sensation that comes out of your mouth as you listen to the joyous sounds of heavy metal and rap. CrossFit is really what happens when you replace tried and true weightlifting effectiveness and safety with injuries and danger. If you meet a new friend and you want to know if they've done CrossFit, it's easy. They tell you in the first two minutes of meeting. But at the end of the day, if you do it, you'll probably get ripped and look amazing. I haven't tried it yet. It's because if I had a sexy body on top of this voice, it's game over. It's nice, baby. Yes. Speakerphones. Please do not use speakerphones ever. It is a horrible habit. It's incredibly rude. And if you do, I will probably beat you with a rubber chicken that I carry around with me just for the occasion. If I see you on a speakerphone and you are in public place, I may join in the conversation. I may just jump right in there, maybe start singing along, or I may videotape you doing it and just narrate over it in a sexy voice. But if you use a speakerphone and you're not at work, you're being incredibly rude. 
terrible, terrible habit. I believe if you are using a speakerphone while filling up your gas, your car will explode. So please continue to do that. I don't want to hear the excuse that you don't have headphones or your phone cracked. Then don't call people. Don't talk to anyone. First of all, you don't really want to put the other person on the other line on a speakerphone because they may say something you may regret. God knows if you have me on there, I likely will. The other thing about speakerphones is, is that you're basically communicating you're not a good person and that you probably will have to burn in hell. Just advice, things to think about with speakerphones. It's nice, baby. No, it's not. Speakerphones suck. Don't do it. Ah, upside down pineapples. The mystery of the swingers. That's right. This is the mark, the mystery. This is how you find the parties that you've been looking for, or maybe that you're hosting a party. Don't believe me? Go rock your local grocery store on a 9 p.m. on a Saturday, throw a pineapple in there upside down, and just walk around the fruit section. People will approach you. They'll tell you about where their party is, or they may ask you where yours is. Maybe you're on a cruise. Put a pineapple in front of your door. Maybe just in your neighborhood, throw one up for fun. If you don't think this is a real thing, it is. In uh, 2021, over 41.2 million views on TikTok on the subject alone. But here's my advice. Don't get caught up in the hype or the excitement of a swingers party, especially ones that are hosted in low light or in the dark. Because after that, you may leave wondering what came over you. Enjoy your upside down pineapples. It's nice, baby. Mm. Motivation. Motivation's a tricky thing. A lot of people think that motivation doesn't last. Well, neither does bathing, but that's why you have to do it every day. You have to get motivated every day. Give it 100% unless you're giving blood. Don't do that. Don't give it 100% then. And, and just because you know you fail on your first try, it doesn't mean you get knocked down. But if you do fail a lot on your first try, don't, don't try skydiving. That'd be bad. But listen to Yoda. Do or do not. There is no try. It, there's no words better spoken by a little green monster that doesn't really exist. It's true, though. You really want to make sure that you're not indecisive. Um, but I'm not really sure if that's that's real. But end of the day, get motivated. Get up and do something you've always wanted to do. And, and think of it this way. If cauliflower can become pizza, then you can do anything, my friend. And I do mean anything. It's nice, baby. Oh, yeah. Watermelons are disgusting. I know it's the chosen fruit of summer. It's gorgeous with its bright green outer edge and inner pink beautiness. But it's just a horribly tasting fruit. I'd rather drink uh, warm, moldy beer or maybe get a hot dagger in my eye than have to eat watermelon. Its texture feels like sand and diarrhea, though I've never had either of those as food. But I think that's what it would come together. Uh, the best use for it I've seen is really is actually making a sculpture or filling it with vodka and freezing it and then eating it that way. More tolerable, still tastes disgusting. Now, don't get me wrong. Everyone loves it. I wish I did too, but I'm in that group of people who cannot eat it without wanting to throw up. You know, if you uh, get a seedless one, I'm wondering how did that even happen? Probably some genetic modification. Its flavor is kind of like sugar ate sugar, then took a poop, and then it made a watermelon. I respect if you can enjoy it, but it's horrible. It's nice, baby. Mm -hmm. Keto. How to lose friends and weight. The ketogenic diet is a very low-carb, high-fat diet. It drastically reduces carbohydrate intake and replaces it with fat, good fat. Just like good debt, you can have good fat. 
but it puts your body in this metabolic state called ketosis. Ketogenic diets are a significant reduction in blood sugar and insulin levels, as well as friendships. It's really easy to spot someone on keto before they tell you about it in the first two minutes of meeting them. I personally have lost about 800 pounds on keto. That's four friends. We're also a house that takes off their shoes when you come in, which is great for cleanliness, but is the source of a lot of other friend loss. A different episode. I've never had so much cauliflower in my life. The total weight eaten actually exceeds the remaining friends I have. I've eaten over 1,000 avocados, and I now miraculously can speak Spanish. Say hablo espanol. And I never knew kale could be made into a chip. It's actually pretty good. One downside of keto, no more beer. Upside, vodka. All you can eat. Enjoy. It's nice, baby. Oh, trimming your bush. Has your bush become a bit thatchy or overgrown? It's been a little while since you've done some gardening. Maybe you're having friends over and you need to quickly trim it so you aren't so embarrassed. A few tips for you to help you get that done. First, lay down a tarp. It's going to get messy. It's been a while. You want to be able to clean this thing up quickly. Second, take a moment to examine your bush. Determine the size, the shape, the length. Third, start cutting from the bottom up. This will ensure the look and the feels the way you're going to want it. Don't go nipping too deep either. This could cause permanent damage or even scarring. When I get done, take a step back. Observe it. Enjoy it for a moment. Find the details. Get it to the shape you want. And then stop. Clean your tools. Pick up the clippings. Take a shower if you got dirty. When your friends come up to your house, your bush will look better. You won't be embarrassed. And they'll happily come into your home. Enjoy these tips on trimming your bush. It's nice, baby. Ah, the beauty of cussing. Have you ever wondered why a cuss word becomes a cuss word or why we even have them in language? I know I did, and I looked it up. Here's what I found out. For a word, first of all, to qualify as a cuss word, it must have the potential to offend. It has to cross a cultural line into the taboo. Ooh, taboo. Sounds sexy. But swearing, though, has a whole science behind it. There is actually a way that it can alleviate pain and has been shown to make you stronger. I'm not sure that's 100% true, but that's what Google told me. The top five cuss words, though, in America are sh**, cock, and c**t. My favorite one, no doubt about it. It is the most versatile cuss word on the planet, and it's by far the least offensive. No one, though, in America uses a C-bomb unless you're classless or you're visiting from Australia. But the beauty of cussing is something that you should definitely embrace and enjoy as part of our language and enjoy it. It's nice, mother Next. Happy 4th of July from America and the Sexy Voice Guy. Here's some interesting facts about the 4th of July. First, Americans are going to eat over 150 million hot dogs, drink 16 billion gallons of beer, and blow up about $1 billion worth of fireworks, and lose some fingers. The actual vote for the Declaration of Independence was on July 2nd. It was only published in the papers on July 4th. And on July 4th, only two people actually signed the Declaration of Independence. That was Charles Thompson and the notorious John Hancock with his giant ass signature. Nicholas Cage would argue there is a treasure map on the back, but there isn't. On the back of the Declaration of Independence, there's only a phrase that reads, Original Declaration of Independence, July 4th, 1776. Kind of like an NFT. An odd mystery related to the 4th of July is that on the 50th anniversary of the signing of the Declaration of Independence, Thomas Jefferson and John Adams both died within five hours of each other. Maybe they were partying a little hard. So party safely, America, and happy 4th of July. It's nice, baby. Mm. Ariana Grande is terrible. Her music is absolute garbage. Incredibly repetitive. Derivative of every song she ever sings. She was annoying as Cat on Sam and Cat. Don't ask why I know that show. Ironically, though, she does sound like a cat getting slowly tortured to death when she sings. I would rather have a warm dagger gently inserted into my eardrum than listen to her music. Her lyrics are genuinely horrible. 
thoughtless and meaningless all in one. The trifecta, triple threat, if you will. Her music may cause cancer. I have no scientific proof except for the giant tumor growing on my ear every time she sings. I don't know why she just randomly cusses in her songs, adds no value, doesn't feel very smooth. She is really just celebrity culture, and it seems music is a second thought. According to thethings.com, she is a cheater, a bully, she's mean to her fans, and I think they're implying she may smell like rotted turkey. Ariana Grande's music? It's not nice, baby. Oh. Must know facts about the Philippines. First, it is composed of over 7,600 islands in Southeast Asia. The average temperature there is 765 degrees Fahrenheit. They have some of the most polite people on the planet, maybe because they start celebrating Christmas in September. Karaoke is the national activity, so practice your Barry Manilow and Neil Diamond, because if you don't like karaoke, you're a horrible person. They do send over 400 million text messages a day to each other, making it the thumb arthritis capital of the world. But they do the longest basketball game ever played. Played over 120 hours. Amazing for an average height of four foot three in the country that they have a basketball team. They have five of the largest shopping malls and the largest volcanic eruption ever to occur in the last 50 years. Manny Pacquiao's from there and he's so fast he can knock you out just looking at you. The yo-yo was invented there. Explains why there's such a level-headed culture that can deal with the ups and downs. They have rice with everything. Breakfast, lunch, dinner. If you don't have rice, it's not a meal. You can have it with mangoes, in your coffee, on your hot chocolate, with your ice cream. It's rice, baby. Yes. Vodka is awesome. Vodka is an amazing drink. It comes from the name Voda, which means water in Russian. There's a time, though, in Russia when they ran out. In May 9th, 1945, when the Nazis surrendered to the Soviet Union, the Russians partied so hard, within 22 hours, they depleted their entire country's resources. I'm surprised they just didn't invade another country to go get some more. But let's not focus on Russia's vodka. Let's look more back to the United States, where they have Tito's, the vodka for dog lovers, made right in Austin, Texas. But most vodka has 90 calories per 50 grams per shot. It's lighter than water. It's one of the cleanest alcohols you can buy on the planet. It has no sugar, yeast, or any of those kind of things. If you're rocking keto, it's all you can drink, baby. Grade A friendly. Another really good brand of vodka is Double Cross out of Slovakia. Incredibly pure, won all types of awards. My personal preference is a Tito's with club soda and a pinch of lime. And like most drinks, the more you drink, the better I look and sound. It's nice, baby. Ah, coffee. The nectar of the gods. Without it, the world would have ended. If you don't have coffee every morning, you're probably a terrible person or you're just a baby. It's good to know that coffee was discovered by a goat herder in Egypt. America drinks the most coffee with an average of 88.8 gallons per year per person. If you drink too much coffee today, you become irritable and a giant a-hole. So drink less, Karen. Coffee has a very special connection to, to all types of people, um, even in music. It has a very special connection to Eric Clapton. Both are better without cream. You should also know the difference between coffee and your own opinion. Most people will only ask for coffee. There's really only two types of people in this world as well. Those that love coffee and liars. You should know how a coffee snob takes their coffee. Seriously, very seriously. Even IT people love coffee. They love Java. And hipsters often burn their tongue on coffee because they drink it before it's cool. Now, if you take my coffee, you you better get ready for a mugging. But in all seriousness, coffee makes you an honest person. And without it, you'd be full of shit. It's nice, baby. Oh, yeah. The greatest beer to have after a long run is Tropicalia. So if you're a runner, like to torture yourself with uh, long runs on Saturday or Sunday mornings right afterwards, I, I recommend a Tropicalia. They are amazing. Ripe and juicy. They smell like passion fruit made love to a citrus tree. It's almost like baby Jesus visited and said, I want the greatest beer ever made. 
and then Creature Comforts made it in Tropicalia. It has a very distinct package. You know, bright orange, light blue can. Funny fact, it's what Thor drank when he got fat in the Marvel movies. Really good IPA. And that stands for an Indian Pale Ale, which you can only get in America. You can't get in India, ironically. But if you're going to do um, some running and you want to have a nice beer afterwards, this is what you need to have. This is the beer of choice. If you don't run, you can still drink it, of course, but you are much more likely to get chunky with big love handles and a gut because that's what happens when you drink IPAs like water. Try it. Tropicalia. Go for a run first. Maybe go for a run afterwards, but it's harder to do it afterwards. So run first. It's nice, baby. Mm -hmm. I love Neil Diamond. And according to Bill Murray, there are only two types of people in this world. Those who love Neil Diamond and those who do not. And I certainly do. A few facts about Neil Diamond you should absolutely know. First, I've seen him five times. That's right, five times. But no more. He has Parkinson's. It's kind of sad. He went to school with Barbara Streisand in high school. They weren't friends, but they were in the same choir. He's known as the Jewish Elvis. He went to New York University as a fencer. And he loves to write songs about love. I mean, that's pretty sexy, right? You know, Some of his top songs are Love on the Rocks, Cracklin' Rosie, and my favorite, Sweet Caroline. Should I sing it? Let's try it. Where it began, I can't begin to knowin', but that I know it's growing strong. Greatest karaoke song of all time. It's nice, baby. Oh, safe words. It's a word used in sadomasochistic sexual practices to indicate that a participant wants to stop. Now, there's some general rules for picking your safe word. First, you better remember it. Don't make it too long. Second, you better be able to say it with a Gore-Tex mouthball stuck in your face. Third, it better not be confusing like more, not enough, or harder. Here's some great examples you can use. Umbrella, Oprah, Ariana Grande, Justin Bieber, Oklahoma, Mango, Pause, Pineapple, Upside Down Pineapple, Red. Here's a bad example. Sandusky, Auschwitz, or your ex's first name, your grandma's name, your mother's name, your priest's name from childhood. Don't do those. But safe words are there for a reason. Pick a good one, remember it, and use it wisely while you're getting tortured and beat up by your partner. Enjoy. It's nice, baby. Mmm. Mmm.